do you want to build a snowman? Because it's like 30 degrees in Austin, Texas. This is absolutely insane. Why is the weather this cold? Wasn't it summer yesterday? It was. Freaking Austin. Let's just talk about some movie stuff. How about that? Yay. What's going on, everybody? It is Tuesday night, 9.30 p.m. Central Time. That means it is time for the tagline. The show where the tagline is the title here on the Cinefanatics YouTube channel. My name's Robert Adams. My name is hyper-professional in texting while I'm on the show. You're Texty McTexterson. Texty McTexterson. Yeah. I don't think that's a... My name's Chris Adams. Oh, thanks for clarifying, finally. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, we got a lot of lot to talk about tonight, as we do every single week. You know, I'm starting to get the hang of this, like, hosting a show thing down. Like, every week it's just like, hey, you have a show. Talk about the show. Introduce your show. Greet everyone. Say hi. Welcome to the show. Uh, get mad. Punch the screen in the stream and storm off and go drink until you pass out. This isn't that kind of show. Besides, I just drink while the show's going on. Well, it doesn't mean you don't drink after the show. I made slurping noises for our uh, podcast audience. I'm I'm keeping y'all in mind this time. So, uh, yeah. That's right. We're podcasting. <laughs> we're on what? Podcast places? Uh, That's your yeah. realm. Yeah, honestly, it's like everywhere. Um, I need to probably do the last couple of weeks still because I'm so bad at that. But yeah, it's so, only like two weeks I think I need to update. So, <laughs> so you're that bad at it. And we're going to add another angle to uh, the tagline as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. Which we'll, I'll go ahead and mention this at the top of the show. Uh, we're going to start doing clip outs. Yay. Like we're going to like whatever we talk about, I'm going to clip it. Clip it good. Na -na 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 -na. When you a tagline comes along, you, you must clip it. Clip it. I don't know if we can actually do that. Can I sing that song? We have to. We have to change the song just enough, not just lyrically, that it's not recognizable. You can clip it. <laughs> when a problem comes along, you, you can, can clip, clip it. Wow, wow, is very nice. No, it's not Borat. Stop lying. <laughs> I was actually kind of curious if we could make it through this whole episode without using the Borat oh, sound clip. Of course clip. not. No, we're no. talking about Borat tonight. You can't. You can't do that without using the clip yeah so i mean right there at the top of the show we just completely went to yeah okay so oh garth in the chat cinefanatics brings the audio listeners all the slurps and burps they desire i mean we haven't gotten the burps yet That's but at I mean, least three i just ate like something real quick right before this started so yeah the burps are probably coming they're on their way folks yeah sit tight Anyways, uh, yeah, a uh, lot of stuff going on lately. Uh, we got stuff coming up this week. Uh, number one thing I want to uh, say right off the bat is this coming Friday, we got the return of the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's Rocky, not Mandalorian. I know. I, every time I hear <laughs> that Rocky, uh, that theme, I was like, Rocky? Hmm. Rocky? We'll be talking about some Rocky in a little bit. Hey, Rocky here. Mm -hmm. Hey, Bullwinkle. That's, Bull, that's Bullwinkle, not Rocky. Uh, hey, Bullwinkle. <laughs> hey, I'm Bullwinkle. <laughs> what is this show tonight? Oh, big bag of crazy. Wow, wow, wee, wow. It's a Bullwinkle. Wow. I'm not making that a sound clip. I just switched between two. Yeah. Are y'all impressed? It's quite a talent you have there. Give us money. Now that we've lost the viewers. <laughs> 
Anyways, uh, as always, uh, y'all know if y'all got any questions, comments, anything you want to send, streamlabs.com slash cinefanatics. That is always a good place. In fact, there it is also in the chat, maybe. There it is. Cool. Uh, and also, apparently, I don't know how you do this. What? I discovered something new that apparently everyone else has already learned. Pinning? Yeah. But apparently to do it, you have to be on the actual, like, Cinefanatics. Yeah, uh, probably. Right there. Boop. Pinned by Cinefanatics. Fantastic. I guess I can't pin that as, like, a moderator. No. I just tried. I can't. You can't. Oh, okay. So, there it is. Up there. Look at us learning things live in front of you. Yeah. Streamlabs.com slash Cinefanax for oh. all your questions. and all, You were about to say all your questioning needs. Well, I mean, if you need to give us questions, you can do it there, too. Thank you for the setup. Uh, you can also do Super Chat. We prefer Streamlabs, as always. But, anyways. Because um, YouTube takes a lot of money. Yeah, they do. Speaking of, where's Cam? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, also, patreon.com slash cinefanatics. Um, this past weekend, this past weekend we did the uh, watch-along of uh, Wait, Evil where was Dead. I at? You were you were filming a wedding. I was not present. I was two hours away filming a wedding. You were filming people falling in love while me and Andres Gallego mm. were They've filming. Already, they were already in love. Well, we were filming people getting hacked up and ripped apart and oh. their bodies turning to, like, oatmeal. And you weren't actually filming that. You were filming your reaction to we it. We were filming our reaction to yeah, it. Yeah, go. I'm not fi actually filming. I want to make sure I make this clear. I'm not actually filming people getting hacked up. Hey, guys, welcome that's to Cinefanatics. That's this called a snuff a, film, and that's illegal. This is a 101 on how to get your channel shut down immediately. Admit to murder on your channel. Like, right off the bat. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, Gar yeah, Garth joined us for that. Came in late just in time to see the claymation and oatmeal. Absolutely, oh, I want some oatmeal. I mean, what's funny is like I have watched that movie for years, and every time I watch it again, I'm starting to like pick apart like how they do the gore in that. And at one point, Wait, oh. at one point, there's like a zombie's arm and with the sleeve, and then they, the filmmakers Sam Raimi and whatnot, they were pumping out oatmeal out of the sleeve. It looks gross in context, but then when you're looking at it, you're like. That's oatmeal. That's oatmeal. Yeah. I had that for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> That's Quaker Oats right there. <laughs> I reckon I recognize those rolled oats anywhere. No. Steel cut, steel cut, zombie no one's, guts. No, no one's spending money on steel cut oats for, for to be used Ste as a prop. Steel cut zombie guts. Do you know how much steel cut oats cost? It's a lot. They're not cheap. Uh, it's like a box for like three bucks at the store. Anyways, uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash cinefanatics. If you hit the $5 tier or higher, you can go back and watch that and hear us talking about all kinds of gore and Evil yeah. Dead. It was so much fun. I could, again, I, I said it before. I'll say it now. I love being a turtle. I mean, uh, I could talk about Evil Dead all night. I feel like that's a reference that I need to watch the movie to understand. Or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I just figured I was saying that. Line we, should, we should do that as a watch along. There's a lot of movies I actually wouldn't mind doing as a watch along here pretty soon. Um, here's the thing, and I'll give a heads up for a future watch along. Um, I, I've been begging to do a watch along for uh, Demolition Man. It's on Hulu right now. We haven't been able to do it just because we got to tackle spooky movies in October. I think it's going to be around. Technically, for a while. 
technically there's a couple of movies that we have to do in November. Yeah. There's two movies specifically that I'm thinking of. For November? For November. Yeah, I know exactly which ones they That's are That's V for Vendetta yep. and uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which is yep. probably the two that we're going to go with if they're available. Uh, yeah, because they're both on HBO Max right now, but they're both in the last chance section. Which so means they're, they're both going to be gone by the time we're ready to do the watch. You know, that's convenient. I think they do that on purpose. Yeah, they're watching us and they're saying, nope, nope, not not these two. Yeah. So uh, we'll probably, we'll, we'll think of something, but if uh, Demolition Man is available and those two movies are not, um, we're doing Demolition Man next month. Potentially. Uh there's also a possibility, and I'm just bringing this up right now, that I would think both both V for Vendetta and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles could be public watch-alongs where Demolition Man could be the Patreon one. Yeah, that's the thing. I've been harping on Demolition Man so much that y'all are going to want to see my reaction to it. We might stick that behind a payroll, paywall. Because there's value in me watching Demolition Man, I feel like. <laughs> uh, yeah, because... You're not just paying to watch Demolition Man with us. You are paying to learn firsthand all the knowledge that he's gained and how to use the three seashells. Thank you for not walking on my joke there. Absolutely. You almost did. (laughs) Well, I mean, Garth also made the joke as well. Okay, but, you know, seeing him say three seashells might have been where I, what jogged my memory of it. Yeah, Garth is saying, fun movie trivia, Taco Bell won the franchise wars in Demolition Man, but other countries have changed to Pizza Hut because Which, other countries didn't have Taco Bell, it's but hilarious. they had Pizza Hut. Absolutely. It's hilarious to think that Taco Bell wins the uh, the wars, the franchise wars, because uh, in real time, like, first of all, when is Demolition Man? Did they actually have the set year? I can't remember. Uh, yes, trivia. they do, and I can't remember it off the top of my head. But it's it's we're it's still a ways out from where we're at right now, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This isn't like uh, Back to the Future 2 where we're eventually going to hit 2015 while Back to the Future 2 is still something that's in the public consciousness. Yeah. Nothing like that. <laughs> it's like way like 21, 22, 23, 32, mm-hmm. 33, something like that. Okay. So uh, based on what we see in reality right now, there's no way Taco Bell wins the franchise wars because too many people are upset about all their menu changes that they've been doing recently. <laughs> no way. Good point. Uh, I will give you fun movie trivia is Sandra Bullock's character is a nod to A Brave New World that she's named Lenina Huxley. Uh, no, not that. Oh, Lenina Huxley. Uh, the writer, the author of Brave New World was Aldous Huxley, and the lead female character in that story is named Lenina. Oh, so. There you go. Oh, there you go. Garth says it jumps to 2032. Uh, so, oh, it is possible that we're going to hit it pretty soon. We'll be hitting that in our lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will anyway. Hey. hey. <laughs> what? Yeah, anyway, so uh, 2032's uh, coming around the corner, y'all. Y'all better get them Joy Joy feelings out and uh, get ready to listen to a lot of uh, show tunes and commercial jingles. He did have a good point with the three seashells, just judging based on the fact that who knows if we're going to go into another lockdown at this point and how people are going to treat the toilet paper rush at now. Uh, Speaking we, of which, we, I needed to go buy some more. Yeah, we may be moving into seashells here pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, not to get political, but we had potatoes at Taco Bell before Trump was president. Dang it. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Thank Trump. <laughs> what, did Trump, like, block off, like, all the trading with Idaho? <laughs> I mean... I mean, crazy things happen when you start trying to ban TikTok. I, I guess. Uh, anyway, so... Not to get political. Yeah, not to get political TikTok's at all. TikTok's not political. No, potatoes are. Potatoes are. Potatoes are definitely political. 
Anyways, so yeah, uh, one of the other things, uh, so yeah, hop on the Patreon, join us for that because we're we're gonna have some fun things going on. Um, Alex, Alex is here. Leaves. She's talking about leaves. Leave. Oh, instead of seashells. Oh yeah. I mean, I would rather use leaves. I mean, easily. Y'all need to know the left hand works wonders sometimes. Oh God, why? Oh. It's the boob hand. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well. This is a highbrow show for y'all tonight. Uh, I have a friend named Tyler. He would know exactly what I'm talking about. None of y'all do. It's okay. You, I, I really don't want to get into it either. Yeah, that's fine. You can't give like your inside jokes with your friends on an outside show that's broadcast over the internet. Guys, here's the basis of this inside joke that you're all going to be in on now. Uh, I just said poop hand now. That's the start of the inside joke. So if I ever reference it again, it's because it started here and this is the joke. Can we not like had let it continue? I just created an inside joke by calling it an inside joke. Um, That's how inside jokes work, right? Yeah. No. I can't not. forget the greatness of a bidet or a shower with a removable shower head. I've experienced those. Those are fun. Yeah. <laughs> I have what a wild right ride. I know. I love it. Uh, anyways, so yeah, hop on our Patreon, Speaking please. Of, that would be great. Uh, Christmas is coming up, and I don't have a removable shower head. <laughs> that's what i'm gonna give you for christmas i'd be okay with it. shower pleasure I w- uh <laughs> you know what never mind i'm taking that off of my wish list i am fine with the shower head i have yeah um so yes hop on the patreon hashtag fund the nonsense this, we haven't said that lately this episode sponsored by hello tushy no it's not hello kidding. tushy i'm just kidding it's not um so something else uh, we were talking about. You mentioned uh, public watch-alongs. Public. So we did one for the Patreon this month, which was the Evil Dead. Uh, this coming Saturday, which I believe is not only Halloween, it is also uh, the the month or the time where we change our times. If you're not in Ew, mountains, is it really? Yeah. Oh. It's but it's fall back. Can we stop doing this? It's fall back. I don't care. Can we? Just I get sl- an extra hour of sleep. Is that? Are you sure? Yes. Spring forward, you lose. Yeah. Because you're, you're oh, no, forward trust in time. me. I know what I'm talking about when it comes to my sleep. <laughs> you know I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> He's right. He knows what he's talking about. So November first, yeah. Yeah. Uh so on Halloween night, we decided we'll do another public watch along. You don't have to be a part of the Patreon. We'd like it if you were, but Aren't you we don't silly. have to be. We're just silly. We're gonna get this one to watch a horror movie. Yeah. And not only are you going to watch just a horror movie, like before, we got you to watch uh, The Stuff uh, uh, for the Patreon. That's which, not a horror that w- movie. That's a horrible movie. <laughs> that was just a fun movie to do, though. Um, I do I do thank you because now I have sweaty palms stuck in my head for the rest of my life. <laughs> sweaty palms, sweaty, sweaty palms. Palm. There's another sweaty palm right there. Sweaty palms. Sweaty well, palms. not anymore. <laughs> People are free to keep them sweaty palms to themselves. <laughs> Handshaking yeah, is no longer a thing. Eh. Uh, so It'll come back. this time you're going to be treated to a classic horror movie. We are doing the watch along to Halloween, 1978 original wait, Halloween. Wait, wait, we're watching Halloween on Halloween. Yeah, go figure. I just figured that was the best one. What movie should we watch on Halloween? Uh, Halloween. Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> oh, Hannah means family. <laughs> family. <says> peanut butter cup. <laughs> family means we watch Halloween. Anyways, uh, so yeah, we're watching Halloween on Halloween. It is going to be free for the public, so come right back to this channel this Saturday. I believe we're probably going to shoot for. Uh, we'll probably shoot for like the 9 p.m. Central Time. Yeah. So here's the thing. 
Uh, I don't like horror movies. I'm not enthusiastic about watching Halloween, but uh, I will because apparently I'm going to trust this one this time. He's telling me that from the 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 standpoint of how of what I like and don't like as far as movies go, this one's okay for me. So here's the thing. I know we got a lot of people out there who agree with me, or at least a few people, a handful of people who agree with me on how, on uh, horror movies. Yep. Uh, join us because if I'm doing it, you can do it. Yeah. Uh, this one, it, it, this is one I would classify. If you're not a big fan of horror movies, you could probably watch this one. This one is a very straight, simple. It is uh, just a slasher flick. I mean, there's knife stabs. I think at one point, if I remember correctly, there might be like the knife across the throat type of thing. Yeah, with like a little, maybe a little blood spurting. But I mean, for the most part, it, it's not bad. Oh, we just got demonetized. That's not family friendly, this gesture. Yeah, <laughs> that's offensive. Uh, it, might, might, you know, it might be in some cultures. <laughs> hey, you know what this means, right? <laughs> like, Why would, would I drag my finger across my throat? It's a common thing. You know what this means, right? <laughs> I love, I like, I like Drax in that scene in Guardians of the Galaxy. This is so AD, AD, ADD right now. We're bouncing around like crazy. Well, you are. I like Drax in that scene, but I also like the other, the other alien dude in the background with his facial expressions. <laughs> like, drink slurps and experts. You got it, Garth. Yep. There's, there's a whole new show coming to you from the Cine Fanatics. Half of those I approve of. Half of them I don't. You decide which one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, uh, Gar says Sunday we gotta get back in time. So take me away. I don't mind, but you better promise me I'll be back in time. Yeah. I was trying to do that song, but I think I was and as uh, you sounded like you were doing Ghostbusters. Was, yeah, I was moving into the Ghostbusters, which theme. is also another horror movie that I would say is okay for people who don't like horror movies. Ghostbusters isn't a horror movie. Yeah, it's more of a comedy with like like some slightly creepy elements it but maybe it was scarier back in the day but it's definitely not now yeah uh with the exception of the librarian i think yeah. that one that one's still a good like uh jump scare is the librarian's face but otherwise are you the key master i'm the gatekeeper oh rick marinas is yeah. he doing okay have we checked up on him yes he's doing fine after uh being hit in the back of the head that was so stupid i can't believe someone did that why would you hit a canadian legend like rick moranis what a butthole that guy was yeah <laughs> Stop it, buttholes. Stop hitting Rick Moranis. <laughs> buttholes everywhere. You need to stop hitting Rick Moranis and start using detachable shower heads. Start using what? Detachable shower heads. To hit Rick Moranis with? No. Stop hitting Rick Moranis and start using detachable shower Oh, to take care of the buttholes. It was called a yeah. callback and you just failed completely. At I, I, I got it. I got it now. We're fine. We're good. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, yeah. so Halloween Watch Along is coming up. It's going to be public on this channel. Join How are you doing that. lately? Today I'm good. Yeah. Well, that was nice. Uh, I'm doing fine too. Moving on. Um, we're doing all right here. We're uh, we're surviving. We're plugging away. <laughs> Barely. Uh, I had some coffee earlier. It's messing with me. I think I'm going to start switching over to tea here pretty soon. Because uh, caffeine and energy drinks are not not sitting right in my system. This system, not you know, just this system, Man. making me feel kind of. Uh, how'd that go? <laughs> Ray Parker Jr. wrote the Ghostbusters theme in half an hour while the courier who came to pick it up waited. 
Uh, no, Ray Parker Jr. wrote Ghostbusters in half an hour because he quickly listened to Huey Lewis and the news. Pretty much. <laughs> and then, anyways. And subsequently came up with a theme song that kids in gym class in elementary school everywhere for the next several decades will be running around the gym to. Playing sports, by the way. I honestly, we were just running around in circles. Yeah, I'm, I'm making a joke. Oh, got it. Yeah, sports, sports. Uh, Garth, Cinefinatics. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. That was the thing. Like, <laughs> every single time I, I remember coming home from school. Damn boy, you fine. Yeah, all right. Every time I came home from school, mom would be like, "So, how was your day?" And I'm like, "Fine, fine." Yeah, and she's like, "You want to elaborate?" No, no. It was just there was there, there was nothing spectacular that happened. Well, let's see. Uh, you want to know how my day, whole entire day at school went? That I just got picked and teased and tortured by bullies. Or I have video games in my bedroom. <laughs> Which one do you think I want to stick around to talk about? <laughs> yeah. I got pushed into the ground. Or I could go play Mario Brothers. Exactly. Uh, so, anyways, yeah. Doing okay. Doing alright right now. It, it's really cold outside. So. Yeah, that's so weird. It was like 70s, literally. 70s or 80s, like literally two days ago. And today it's like 30-something. Yeah. Texas, uh, y'all. I love it. I love the cold weather. Uh, I, I definitely uh, like it more cold than hot. I'm saying this trepidatiously. I'm saying 30s is cold. We'll see how Garth responds to that since uh, Garth is up north. Yeah. They're like, man, it's freezing cold. Cold for us, okay? I'm just preemptively saying it's cold for us. <laughs> you know, you guys get like below zero or whatever. Yeah. Frigid. Uh, Let's see. Movies watched. Uh, have you caught up any movies on this this past week? Just, other other than the yeah. one that we're going to talk about later. Yeah, just just the one we're going to talk about later. I haven't really. I don't think I really watched anything else. Uh, uh, I, I'm rewatching Mandalorian. That's pro- probably why I haven't watched oh, any other movies right now. Getting ready for Friday. Getting ready for Friday. Uh, so I did watch one. So I came across a uh, an article, and this is I guess kind of somewhat movie news, but I mean it, it kind of plays into this. I came across an article. They did a study in the UK about what horror movie is scientifically the scariest. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this article was saying that uh, out of all the movies that they tested, and I'm not going to go into the details of it. Feel free to Google it because, I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all's Google's work. Google it. Um, but they, they, out of this study, they came down to scientifically saying the scariest movie that they tested was Sinister. And I was like, okay. I haven't watched Sinister. I need to watch Sinister because it looks pretty decent. But, man, it just got, like, really quiet in here. I don't know what... I feel like I need, like, ambience music or whatever while we do this. Anyway, so I haven't watched Sinister before. So I decided to watch Sinister that night just to see exactly how scary it is. It, like, I can understand why people say it's scary because it is a freaky movie. It's really freaky. The twist of, like, what happens in this movie, which I don't want to give anything away if y'all haven't seen it. But the twist of this movie is actually... Really, that's really helping, actually. Uh, not being sarcastic, it is helping. Uh, the twist of this movie is actually really good. Uh, so I I watched Sinister for the first time this past week. It was really good. I very much enjoyed it. It is a great horror movie. Uh, for it not really having that much gore-wise, I wouldn't say it's like it's not really gory, but it does have some really disturbing images. Are you okay? Uh, don't try to sing the Mandalorian theme while drinking water. You're going to drown. Turn around, don't drown. Well, I'll take that off my checklist of things I was going to do later on tonight. 
Uh, you know, I know it makes your bucket list smaller, but I mean, that I'm just saying that's gonna leave me a, a a full open spot between putting my underwear on my head and trying to figure out how to make cookies with my feet. I mean, you could do both those at the same time, honestly. I'm um, possibly. Just make sure I'm not at home. <laughs> so the kitchen's literally right next so to my bedroom. He, I don't want to walk here, out to here, that. Here's what we're gonna do. Here's here's a challenge I pose to y'all. I know this really isn't movie related, but uh, if we get I don't know. Let, let let's shoot a goal of like say fifty dollars on the uh, the Streamlabs tonight. If we get a fifty dollar donation, I will find out some way. I will figure out some way of uh, putting my underwear on my head and making cookies with my feet, and we will take this picture and post it to our Instagram. So y'all y'all pitch it. I, like here's the thing. Like I'm kind of hoping I don't have to do that, but I mean I I will put this out there. I will do it on on camera. I am admitting. Underwear on head, trying to make cookies with my feet. Picture on Instagram, fifty dollars. If we get to a hundred, he will actually eat one of those cookies. Ooh, I actually might eat one of those cookies too. I'll eat one. I'll eat one of the cookies by passing it through the the hole of the underwear. <laughs> what is that hole? Is that the pee hole? I mean, just that's the convenience hole. Let's put the it convenience that way. hole. Let's just call it the convenience I'll, hole. I will eat a cookie through the convenience hole if we hit like a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so just put that out there. Let y'all know that that's out there. If y'all are able to uh, to pitch in and donate, yeah, that'd be streamlabs.com slash cinefanatic. It's right above my head, and it's also pinned up in the chat. <laughs> Underwear Garth. cookies, guys. Let's do it. Garth says, "Oh, sure. Do this at the end of the month when I'm broke. <laughs> you can raise a lot of money doing a video making cookies with your feet. You know, here's the thing. Our kitchen sucks. I want to do a cooking channel. I love to cook. I know how to cook. Not in that kitchen. Our kitchen just sucks. It's uh, just not set up right for for video anything. If y'all watched any of half our half an inch of counter space, if y'all watched like any of our previous video, I know we have a couple of videos that we filmed in the kitchen. Uh, I know like the the Avengers was it the, one of the Avengers reviews. I can't remember if it was in game or uh, I don't think it was in game. I think it was Infinity War. We did like all we we did those filming the individual scenes for each movie. Oh. And one of them was like, uh, Man, I forgot we did that. I gotta go back to that. So there was the Thor one, uh, where I was chugging a beer or something. That's right. That's right. Uh, there was also the Creed, the Creed review we did, uh, where we were doing the individual like exercises and just failing miserably. And I chugged the eggs, and then they just dropped out of my mouth. That was also in our kitchen. I forgot we did that. Yeah, uh, I did not forget that those eggs were kind of gross. Anyways, um. This week on binging with Babish feet cookies. <laughs> I mean, possibly. Uh, quick, uh, quick little uh, plug there. Uh, thank you for mentioning binging with Babish. I've actually filmed for him at uh, VidCon. It's not what we call a plug. Well, I'm not a plug, but I mean, like a fun, like little a uh, fun fact, I guess, would be the correct and proper term that I should be using from that here on out. Uh, I, uh, when he he did a panel at VidCon, and you were running around with his GoPro, and I was running around with his GoPro, getting like uh, footage for him. Uh, I don't know where that went. I didn't even like I didn't follow up on exactly where that went, but yeah, he wanted people to he wanted someone to film for him. Uh, so I got selected and I filmed for him. Cool guy, yeah, really nice. Met him and his lawyer friend Sawyer, so his lawyer Sawyer. His lawyer Sawyer. That's a that's a great name. Sawyer the lawyer. <laughs> great guy. A weird kids TV show. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's uh jump into some um movie 
movie news. Movie news. This is the seg- this is the animation right here. Movie news. I go. actually should create one because all I gotta do is just push a button, and it would pop up. So yeah, yeah. it's that simple, folks. <laughs> Time for the movie news segment of this. Uh, yeah, so they announced this week. Uh, by the way, <laughs> all of these were announced over this past week. So uh, they announced this past week that they're uh, looking at trying to do a biopic of Richard Pryor. This one I could actually, I feel like I could get behind. I'm into it. I know they were like trying to do like biopics and stuff of him before. And I think, I think at one point like Mike Epps was attached to it or something, but then it kind of fell apart. I feel like, like I, I could see like Mike Epps, like as far as comedy wise, but I mean, looks wise, I'm not, I'm not that certain. Uh, same thing. So my original thought was that, uh, like unfortunately Chadwick Boseman passed away because he's been phenomenal yeah. at playing like very famous iconic uh black historical historical figures, figures. and even though he doesn't history, look like yeah. Richard Pryor he probably would have done a fantastic job at it yeah i don't know i mean you the the joke is there that you would think that they would tap they would have tapped him to to play it but to play Richard Pryor but mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> Who know, who knows who knows in a different timeline in a different world if that would have existed but uh the so, question is who would play him though yeah they so they said they want to make a biopic they didn't say who uh, like uh, everything i read never actually said like who is on like a short list to potentially play richard pryor so that got us kind of thinking who would play richard pryor what is our short list now it's time for cinefinex short list to play richard pryor animation right there you know, here's the thing. I'm going to make an animation, and all it's going to be is your hands with, like, a card on it just pointed straight at the camera. <laughs> that, that's that's the animation. That's, a, that's so dumb. <laughs> uh, so, uh, y'all, uh, those of y'all in the chat watching, uh, let us know what y'all think, who who you think could uh, portray Richard Pryor. Um, you got to keep in mind that we're thinking in terms of both looks and just the general chops of being able to uh carry richard pryor's character yeah. on screen uh i know like w- probably one of the first ones that came to my mind was uh was it john david washington yeah yeah so uh, obviously you know you know, we start off with the obvious picks who, who are the rising up-and-comers right now who could easily jump into uh into the role you got john david washington the other one would be uh yaya abdul mateen yeah yeah both of them like here's the thing richard Pryor is known for like a skinny long face and both of those actors have a skinny long face uh and i feel like could potentially play richard Pryor as far as drama goes but i'm not sure exactly i'm not exactly sure how much how well either one would hit on the comedy aspect yeah i mean we got a little bit i would say of comedy from uh john david washington in black klansman just because him posing as a white guy uh, as a a part of the kkk over the phone hilarious the concept like the concept was comedic and i think he did that role very well despite it being a true story yeah uh and there's a couple of things like uh when we were watching tenant he had a couple of like uh like funny funny little quips and stuff that he would say like the one that was uh in the trailer was him talking to uh uh bat pat and uh he was like we'll try to keep up and he had like this he had this like fun like playful like come hang out with me type of look i'm trying john david washington but i just can't i I just can't (laughs) i can't hear you 
I can't keep up. Can't Your keep up. movie is freaking confusing. It's loud. And... Yeah, well, it's loud, and I can't hear you talking. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, the movie's really confusing. Uh, so we thought about it, like I, I want to dive more into not not the easy picks that everyone would probably pick for right now. Uh, so I think we came up with what three choices that could and. Yeah, I think we had okay. we had yeah. yeah we had three choices. I think number three was uh, was uh, Lakeith. No, that was number two. Lakeith was number two. So skipping ahead to number two. Here's a hint: someone n- at number two is named Lakeith. I bet y'all can figure out who it is. Who is it? <laughs> um, uh, number three would was uh, nice. Burr from Hamilton. Oh, Leslie Odom Jr. There you yes. go. You, yeah. You got there. God, yeah. I remember our conversation from last night. Um, <laughs> I had a nice bottle of whiskey last night. I don't remember anything. A whole <laughs> bottle of whiskey. Um, <laughs> yeah. Leslie Odom Jr. I think was uh, a fantastic choice. Yeah. Got the long face, got the acting chops, and could do something off the wall like comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's all on that one. The second choice was Lakeith Stanfield because he's got the comedy. He could do the drama as well. He's done. He's done drama before, and I, I feel like that would be potentially a good choice. Yeah. Uh, but then there was the number one, which was your pick, like out of nowhere. Yeah, and I'm gonna dive back into the Hamilton pool because it just makes so much sense. Uh, David Diggs. If you've seen Blind Spotting. You yeah. know that he's got he can he can have the presence. Uh, honestly, Blind Spotting and Hamilton, mm-hmm. he can have the presence. If you've seen, honestly, if you've seen both, he's got he's got comedy in both of them, so he can have the 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 boisterous comedic chops needed to portray Richard Pryor. Uh, plus, he kind of looks like Richard Pryor. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I know he's rocking a lot of facial hair right now, but if you get rid of the beard, just keep the mustache. And then uh, I know Richard Pryor in his early days was doing the afro and not necessarily like the dreads and whatnot that uh, that that you see David with a lot lately. Sorry guys, I, I didn't have time to like get a pic <laughs> set up to show off on here. Yeah. So, but that being said, I think David looks a lot like Richard Pryor. I think he could carry carry uh, the the mantle of Richard Pryor in terms of the biopic. Mm-hmm. I, that's my pick. I go with I go with David Diggs. Now, I say that I know there's a lot of like other like people we could probably try to cast we need we do need to probably move on in terms of like stories and everything but yeah there's a lot of other people that were in richard Pryor's life that we could probably spend time just like going through a cast and trying to figure out who would play them because for example uh gene wilder <laughs> you gene can't wilder. you can't do a, a richard Pryor movie without nodding to gene wilder who was in a yeah. lot of movies with them yep. so um i think you'd have george carlin also which i think they're still working on a george carlin biopic aren't they uh, maybe that'd be kind of cool I know they had like a pretty good person picked out who actually looked a lot like George Carlin younger, but I can't remember yeah. off the top of my head right now. Anyways, uh, I think that would be a fantastic movie. Uh, Richard Pryor was a fantastic comedian. I would love to see a movie about him because almost everything he ever did I thought was was really good, except Superman 3. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I like Richard Pryor. I, I'm eager to see a movie about him. And yeah, I think David Diggs would be a good choice for yeah. that as well. Garth says Nick Cannon was supposed to play Pryor oh. years ago. If you Google Nick Cannon, Richard Pryor, you'll see some side by side photos. I'm okay. 
I mean, maybe looks wise, but I don't think Nick Cannon's really got like the acting I, to be able to do a full on Richard Pryor I, biopic. I enjoy Nick Cannon and Drumline, and that's all I enjoy Nick Cannon in. Yeah, and, and that's the same thing. That's the same thing I say about Mike Epps as well. Although I've seen Mike Epps, Mike Epps has done like he's done some decent acting, yeah. not not just like Friday movies. He's been in some pretty decent work. Uh, but I don't know if I'd want him to carry a Richard Pryor yeah. movie. <laughs> hey, Superman three gave us office space. Okay, Garth, you're you're now appealing to us as Austinites, and I see what you're doing, and I appreciate it, and thank you for watching. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, let me see. Yes, we can move on. Uh, James Gunn. James Gunn has apparently been granted permission by the WB. This is a crazy news story, by the way. He's been granted permission by Warner Brothers to kill off, like, any member of the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, a whole bunch of Suicide Squad pictures came out this week, too. But uh, he has permission to kill off, like, any of these fools, like any of them, including Harley, which is why this is, like, absolutely, like, crazy balls. Uh, because Harley is like the bread and butter of the DC universe right now. Um, and I don't know why you would want to kill her off. Yeah. The, here's the thing. I think this news story is strictly a, just to keep everybody on their toes. Yeah. Um, to make the people of lesser intelligence think that they will actually kill off Harley. I'm not, I'm not actually calling people stupid, but I'm just saying that it's no, you call them lesser intelligence. Yeah. You have lesser intelligence. Um, no, I don't think, yeah, they're not going to kill off Harley, but I think Harley's about the only one that they wouldn't actually consider killing off. Yeah. Legitimately just because there's so much more movie. There's so many more movies that they could do with her. And honestly, I, I, I'm going to rewind a little bit. Reel it back. Again, we're talking about comic book properties. So yeah. just because someone dies doesn't mean they don't come back to life. Superman and Justice League. Um, <laughs> Iron Man and get. Oh, wait. Uh, here's the thing. I'm also willing to bet. Going back to the picture. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, John Cena's a peacemaker there. Probably is also is not going to die. Depends on if this uh, his show is going to be a prequel or sequel. I can't remember which one they said. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, he does have a show slated for, I guess it's going to go straight to, like, HBO Max or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so, very highly likely, as of right now, that he probably will survive. Because I, I, I can't see someone seriously wanting to, like, pitch into a TV show uh, where the actor is going to be getting older while the show is being made, and then it still all takes place before the actor was younger in the movie. Yeah, but that's just me nitpicking, I guess. I rewound and paused on the uh, on the picture of them real quick. Yeah, uh, you know I could just pull it back up too. Yeah, but that would block us. Um, about eighty percent of this cast is gonna die. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. <laughs> <laughs> There's a crap ton of people in that movie. I mean, and they're all like side characters. Like most of these are like, wait, why would you choose that character to be in this movie? Like they're all like, they're not even D list. Most of these are like L list. We almost, yeah, we almost should do our uh, predictions right now. Who's going to survive and who's not. 
Uh, we could possibly save that for like a game, like on a future tagline type of thing. Possibly. Uh, all all I will say is that uh, Gar said uh, Polka Dot Man will be the only one to survive. That would be awesome. That'd be funny, but I'm pretty sure Polka Dot Man will absolutely die. Yeah, probably. Um, do you know Papa Pete Yaga? Davidson's character will absolutely die. He'll probably be the first to go out. Yeah, but he's gonna have a whole lot of fun doing it. And I would say the only reason King Shark doesn't survive is CGI budget. Uh, well, he doesn't die. Or he does die. Does die. The only reason he yeah. would die is CGI budget. Man, I wish they were getting uh, what's his face that does King Shark's voice in the cartoon, um, Ron Funches. Ron Funches, yeah. He does King Shark's voice in the Harley Quinn cartoon. I wish they were getting him to do the voice in the movie too, because he is perfect for King. That like I hated King Shark. Like I I don't care about the King Shark character at all, except for the cartoon. The cartoon is awesome for it. Uh yeah, so any of those uh any of those people could be on the chopping block, and apparently they're separating them into two different teams for this movie. I'm curious to see where this goes, but what the storyline might be. But interesting. Uh, what's the name of that character that James Gunn's brother is playing? Is that Weasel or Weasel? Weasel. Yeah. Yeah, that thing's dead. <laughs> Possibly. I think it's definitely dead. Uh, let's see. Is Wild having Mongol? Yeah, Mongal. And a movie before introducing Mongol as a villain. I mean, yeah, technically. Um, Flula's dead also. Yeah, Flula Borg. Yeah. Yeah. Flula would die. Um, Steve Ag is the voice of King Shark in this movie. Yeah, I wish it, I wish it was Ron Funches. He's easily going to be my favorite character. Yeah. I just like the, the quick, like, shots that we got where he's just like hi i'm king shark yeah it looks like they're 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 trying to play him very much like the harley quinn cartoon oh, smartest move yeah so kind of curious as to where that's gonna go but we'll see uh, uh rick flag is toast also <laughs> anyways uh yeah <laughs> that's it for suicide squad let's move on what are we some kind of suicide squad yeah that's why they call him that yeah yeah what's next uh, so getting back to the fact that this is currently a spooky season, spooky season. Uh, one of the major things that has uh, like it, every year, I feel like this movie gets more and more and more like brought back into public consciousness. And now I feel like this is the year where it's just being blasted through the door straight at your face. They're making a sequel to Hocus Pocus. That's necessary. Not only are they making a sequel, but we got news word this week that all three of the Sanderson sisters have been casted, that all three of them are coming back. That would be Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Jamie. All three of them coming back for this movie. Uh, that's, that's great because all three of them aren't doing anything else right now anyway. Yeah, for the most part. So, I mean, <laughs> but that's great. That's fantastic, and I'm eager to see Sarah Jessica Parker's character run amok again. Amok, 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 amok. Anyways, um, you need to watch the movie to get the con. Oh, I wasn't going to say whether I've seen it or not, but thanks. Oh, I don't know if you have actually seen that one or not. You don't have to say if you have, but, I mean, cool. Uh, anyways, uh, they're, doing, they're, they're doing a sequel to it, which... <laughs> Garth is saying sex in the Salem city. That's funny. Uh, wasn't Salem... No, Salem was not the cat in Witch this trials. one. I know the Salem witch trials. I know history. Salem was the cat in Sabrina, Sabrina, teenage witch. The cat in this one was Binks. Binks. So, uh, so uh, hopefully they bring Binks back. That would be cool. Uh, I can't remember if Binks actually died in the original or not, but whatever. 
that's interesting. I'm I'm kind of curious as to what potential story they could go with, but the thing is, is it's been like what thirty years almost. Give or take. Uh, yeah, almost thirty years since the original came out. What have they been up to? Not only the for the story of the Sanderson witches, uh, but the actresses themselves. What have they been up to this whole time? Uh, because. I mean, we've seen Sarah Jessica Parker, of course, Sex in the City. Bette Midler has popped up here and there every once in a while. I haven't seen Kathy and the Jamie, like, in... I don't know. I think I've seen Rick Moranis more than Kathy and the Jamie lately. I haven't seen her since Sister Act. Yeah, pretty much. I think, like, Sister Act was, like, one of the last things I saw her in. She's been in things. Uh, I know she has been in things, but I don't, I don't recall off the top of my head. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, this movie sounds witching. Wow. Yes, that's right. I was sitting on that this entire time. That is awful. What's the next story? <laughs> Anyways. I deserve that. Uh, moving on. Uh, it, there is a rumor that is rumor city. sprouting across the internet. Ooh. Uh, it kind of got buried under some other movie news, but this is one that I saw and I was like, okay, I, I, I got to read some more into this. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Not only is he potentially going to be starring... I really liked his uh, run in the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, okay. Wrong Michael Jordan. Uh, not only is he... Yes. Not only is he going to be being, be playing, acting in Creed 3, he's in, potentially yeah. also directing Creed 3. Uh, this is going to be kind of interesting because he hasn't directed a movie before. And... I kind of see like now that essentially the Creed movies are definitely a passion project for him. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of eager to see where they might take his character, where they might take the story of uh, Adonis Creed yeah. in this. The downside to this, though, uh, looking into it, is this is the third of the Creed movies. I hate I hate to say it because I absolutely love the entire Creed Rocky franchise. I feel like this might be the one where it's time to kill Rocky. Um, y- yes, but there's a caveat to that. Hmm. Uh, as of right now, uh, Sylvester Stallone says he's done with these movies. He's not. He's not going to be in them anymore. And so, theoretically, yes, it, no. that make that logically, story wise, makes sense to kill him off. The problem is, is that you'll have to do it off screen. So yeah, that's what I'm wondering now. Unless he comes back, that's 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 what I'm wondering now. Does that mean that uh, that between Cree two and Cree three, he just does he pass away off screen, and Cree three just opens with Adonis just having to deal with Rocky's death, and then he's like, you know what? Uh, I don't need him. Let me forge my own actual career. Now that I'm out from out of my father's shadow, I'm out of Rocky's shadow. Mm -hmm. Let me be my own person. I think you have to. I I honestly think you have to go that way because that is that is a nice story cap to the to the storyline that they've been running through the other two movies into this one is. First movie, he had the chip on his shoulder because he was living in his father's shadow. The second movie, you know, you still had you you had to deal with uh, the repercussions of both his father and Rocky's bouts with uh, Drago. Yeah. Now I think you're in a position where Rocky is out of the picture, 
And now you have Adonis having to essentially just make the name for himself without anybody else. Like he is, he is his own fighter. He's doing his own thing. He's no longer living in his father's shadow. He's not living in Rocky's shadow. I think, I think that's the perfect storyline. How do you, what's the legacy that you want to set for yourself? I think that's the perfect storyline for a Creed three, which is great because at the same time that also means that this is this is still a movie that's in the like Rocky cinematic universe, even yeah. though if Rocky is not even in, I'm pretty sure though at the very least there's going to be like pictures of him on the wall, newspaper clipping, something it, like that. He'll appear somewhere. Yeah, there will be some kind of reference or image of Stallone in this movie, mm-hmm. but. Like when you're talking about legacies, that is a huge legacy for the Rocky movies to end. Like not with Rocky, but with the torch, the mantle being passed on to someone else. The thing to keep in mind on this, though, is again the Rocky movies themselves. Just the specific Rocky movies were six movies deep. Rocky, yeah, not that Rocky. Right. They were six movies deep. Could we potentially see? Uh, Creed going going the distance. Can we see nice. Creed going the nice. going? He has an eye of a tiger too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Is I'm he gonna fly now? No. <sighs> exactly. No, that was fine. Don't don't you <laughs> that? Wow, wow, eyes are very nice. No, we're not there yet. Okay. Uh, so. Is it possible that they could make more than the three movies out of Creed? Like, we have this, essentially this one movie could be dealing with Creed's, with Adonis's separation from Rocky, and that now he is finally out on his own, having to do this on his own. Yeah. Uh, and then, essentially, you just move on, and now you've got movies all about him. Uh, that have very little to do with Rocky at all whatsoever. Now the focus of the entire franchise is on Adonis. Well, so here's what I would say to that is, go ahead and do this third one, doing the storyline like we like we just said, mm-hmm. uh, and then wait like another 15, 20 years, however long. I, I'm not doing math, so yeah, just wait, wait a time, wait a good time period, and then come back and do Adonis Creed, like Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Just do Adonis Creed, and that's your fourth one. Maybe possibly. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I, I say that, and that would be fine. That'd be fine. If they can make it work, they can make it work, and be, it could be good. It's also not necessary. You could also just end it on this one. Yeah. I mean, I could see. I understand why they did Rocky Balboa. Uh, because for the most part, everyone was just disappointed in the fact that the Rocky franchise ended yeah. with five and just, ugh. Like, they wanted to do one more, and it was great. It was a fantastic movie. I love Rocky Balboa. Um, the thing is, is like I feel like to be able to successfully do that, I feel like Creed would need to follow the same formula. He would need to do a movie that's just bad. <laughs> like, yeah. just drop off the face of the planet type of bad, and then come back in like 20 years or so. And be like, you know what? We're gonna do one more. We're gonna make it good. Yeah. And then that's where you earn your Adonis Creed movie. Yeah. Uh, Garth brings it up in the chat. They were actually talking about this on uh, on the Schmodown Entertainment Network on SCN Live. Uh, they were talking about, you know, you know what's gonna happen. The third Creed movie, the three, is going to be one of the E's in Creed. 
That's so dumb. <laughs> to make matters worse is if they decided to go like full on first person action with with the uh, sh- with the the shooting style of the movie, and decided to go ahead and uh, yeah, like your GoPro from Creed's perspective. Yeah, um, and they wanted to try their hand at bringing uh 3d back into the into the into the game it's now c-r-e-3-d that's so bad no cree 3d no that's how you completely ruin an entire franchise exactly that this isn't just in your title this isn't a franchise you do that with just in your title like it could be fine 3d could be great could actually be really fine could be a really awesome experience but that title would ruin not that title alone would ruin the entire franchise yeah uh that's terrible (laughs) i don't want to see that no you know there's a very good possibility that they might stick the three in creed or they could actually just do what i said earlier and just call the third one adonis creed which I that that would be my vote. Call the call the third one Adonis Creed. Don't even put a three in it. Uh, maybe. Um, anyways, this is really hard to do off camera. There it is. Oh, there's a second one. Oh, got oh. it. Oh man, my neck. Oh, did y'all hear that? Or they call it threed. Oh God, God Garth. <laughs> uh, how do I time out Garth? <laughs> Don't time out Garth. Yeah user in timeout uh, I, I believe he meant no. that three to very sarcastically yeah i know i'm not gonna do it uh, but believe me i wanna <laughs> i'm just kidding how are we doing on that uh that Streamlabs uh underwear head cookie feet promotion uh, thing? so far nobody wants to see you in your underwear it's on my head you're not actually gonna see me in my underwear S- still nobody wants feet cookies either i mean that that that's some gold right there that's a uh, that's some content gold. Yeah, guys. Apparently, we're actually seriously running with this. Uh, if anybody wants to drop fifty in the uh, Streamlabs, we'll do some kind of extra bonus content of him making cookies with his feet with his underwear on his head. Why are we? Why? Why did we decide this? I I don't know. I just thought it would be funny, and then I was like, you know what? This is the kind of uh, like content that uh, people would do to kind of help drum up business, and that people are interested in seeing. We promise we will come up with better ideas in the future. Yeah, that was just like right off the top of my head. Apparently, that requires underwear on it. Yeah. So streamlabs.com slash cinefanatics. I said it slower that time, so I could actually make sure to say it. Uh, underwear head feet cookies, guys. Fifty dollars. <laughs> That's not selling anyone. <laughs> That's terrible. Let's be honest. No one's gonna do it anyway. So I know. Just That's why I threw it out there. I was like, I don't want to, but I mean, if someone throws fifty dollars out, I might. I, I I will do it. Uh, just because I think it's funny. Uh, and I'm all down for something that's funny that brings a smile to my face. I mean, at the end of the day, if it makes me happy, it's going to make y'all happy. No one's going to so. see the smile on your face. It's going to be covered by underwear. Yeah. Uh, Feet cookies. Moving on to the cookies. next one. Next movie news. Yeah. Um, movie. If this idea did bring in money and lots of viewers, you're headed down a dark path. Yeah. <laughs> He's not lying. That yeah. is true. I got my underwear on my head. Y'all got any more of that fifty dollars? <laughs> I need some more of them feet cookies. I need some more of them feet cookies. Uh, DC is. I, I feel like every week it's either DC or Marvel. It's one of the two we're talking about. <laughs> Guys, the uh, theme to movie news is: Oh, Marvel's got something. Oh, DC's got something. Ah, movies are getting pushed back. 
<laughs> that's it. That's AMC pretty much closing. it. closing. Yeah. That, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Man, I can't wait to see what the movie news in 2021 is going to be like. Yeah. There's all the movies that were pushed back. They're DC and Marvel. So, uh, so right now we are living in an age where Zack Snyder is doing reshoots for his Justice League movie. Yeah. And there's a couple of things that was announced this week that I find very odd. Told you the burps would come. There's there's burp number one. Uh, hey. Yeah. Uh, the odd thing on this is uh, that they're bringing back uh, Joe Manganiello's Joe Manganiello. I, I, you know, Joe Manganiello. I, here's the thing. I said it perfectly fine off camera multiple Manganiello. times. Manganiello. Joe Manganiello. Manganiello. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Uh, What's-Her-Face from Flash Modern Family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name? Sophia Vergara. Yeah, Mr. Sophia Vergara. Mr. Vergara. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> Manny. Yeah. However, she does it. Joe Manly Jello. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's it. Got it. Uh, they're bringing him back Mine's as favorite. as oh. Deathstroke. Uh, basically, he had a cameo at the end of Justice League, which is not enough. I cannot take him seriously yet until I actually see him in this role more fleshed out. Uh, I mean, I think it might be pretty good. Just, I'm looking looking at this picture His right beard now. Looks fake. It does, and I feel like I want to see more movement. Now, the thing is, his costume, uh, the helmet he had on, along with the rest of this, looks great. It looked fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we've seen we've seen Deathstroke in multiple things now. He's been in the Arrowverse. Uh, he had a brief bit on uh, Smallville. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you got your animated uh, Deathstroke or Slade, as they called him, because they want to make him kid-friendly on all the uh, Teen Titan cartoons. Slade. Um, Slade Wilson. Yeah. I mean, this one looks really good in the costume. Yeah. Uh, take the hel- helmet off, though. It looked a little hokey. It looks like Joe Man- 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 Manly Jello. Manly with Jello. A, with a fake goatee. Yeah. Just to try to make him look older, too. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I'm curious as to what more they could do with him. And I want to see, I actually want to see him doing something more than just talking to Lex Luthor on a yacht, mainly because I just, I don't want to see Lex Luthor anymore. More Lex, yeah, <laughs> that well, Lex Luthor's terrible. Strap in. Cause there's definitely more of that Lex coming too. I'm sure. Yeah, probably. Uh, but I'm interested in this. I'm curious as to where they might go. Uh, but the thing is, is he, as far as I could tell, he really didn't have that much of a plot in Justice League except for just that, that post credits thing. Yeah. Maybe they're just expanding on the post credits. They might show like maybe a little bit more of action that he's a part of right before he joins Luther on the yacht. Maybe I don't know. Kind of curious to see where he's gonna go with that. Uh, the other big one though is that they did also announce that they're bringing back why they're bringing back Jared Leto's Joker ah, in this. Ah, 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 ah. Cause that's all we needed was a whole bunch of honka honka Joker. <laughs> I want to hurt you very badly. Yeah. What beef? No beef. No beef. You don't, you don't own beef. Like uh, this is the like I'll, I'll say it. This is the dumbest Joker. I absolutely hated Jared Leto's Joker. I get the gangster vibe that they went with him, and it. I get it. it. I it, don't like it. I don't. Yeah. I, I I really don't like it. I would like to send that Joker way out into space, about thirty seconds to Mars. And it, yeah, oh, wow. 
bury me bury me yeah uh anyways uh i like jared leto he's a fantastic actor i've seen a lot of good stuff that he's been in i don't like him as a joker or at least this joker i could maybe see him as a joker but not this one i just don't yeah this is the uh, Cinefanatics crapping on Jared Leto's Joker hour. Uh, I don't like the choices that everyone, everyone in total made for that Joker. Hold not just not just Leto. Um, uh, 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 yeah, he ran off. Um, uh, so so yeah, that's uh, that that you you guys really should see him run. Ow! Did you just hit the camera? No. Okay, good. I like this Joker. <laughs> this might look familiar to those of y'all who are familiar with this channel because this used to be behind us for a while in almost all our videos. I like this Joker. This is a good Joker. Why so serious? Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. That Why I'm, so starry? I just wanted an excuse to pull that out because we you you haven't seen that picture in our videos in quite a while. We used to be like pretty much known for that you picture. You also got some nice uh, exercise there too. Yeah. Whew. Anyways. Um, winded a little. Uh, you went. You ran. So two feet. I'm not. I'm not necessarily comparing. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I'm not necessarily comparing uh, Jared Leto to Heath Ledger, and I'm not saying I don't like Jared Leto just because he was the first Joker after Heath Ledger. I just don't like Jared Leto's Joker, <laughs> like pure yeah. and simple. Uh, I mean, in comparison to Heath Ledger, I'm. Uh, I, I I think Heath Ledger's was better than Jack Nicholson, and I know Jack yeah. Nicholson was almost like the classic Joker. I still don't think that we've had like the full on, like, actual Joker Joker. Like when I think of Joker, I do think of like Batman the Animated Series, the Mark Hamill Joker. Yeah, I think of that Joker. That is that is Joker in my mind, which is why Mark Hamill still reigns supreme as like the best Joker, followed up with Heath Ledger. Um. I, yeah, I still don't think we've gotten that Joker in live action. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Jack Nicholson probably was the closest Jack to Nicholson it. was technically the closest, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to change him up. I doubt they will. Uh, but they're also saying that there's a lot of nods to this Joker already in Justice League, or I guess at least the Batman versus Superman. I'm wondering if they're they might be going down the path of what every fanboy is r- rumoring right now, and that is the fact that this particular Joker is like Jason Todd, or it's it's someone who used to be Robin. The has, Jared Leto Joker is yeah that it used to be Robin, and he just kind of like freaked out and then just went nuts and became this joker but does that mean that exists in a universe where the actual joker was like killed already potentially or is holed up in arkham asylum uh yes i like the latter option because i like to leave the option on the table to actually bring in a good true joker um well the the thing is is i know like a lot of modeling for Ben Affleck's Batman was based off of uh, the Dark Knight Returns, the Frank Miller comic. Yeah. And in which case, in that one, Joker was pretty much locked up most of the time, or at least the first half of the story, and then he got released. And then that's where you got the the, the classic story, Joker goes on a talk show to talk about being reformed, reformed or whatever. Like and what then, we had in Joker. Yeah, and then turns around and shoots, shoots the host and whatnot. Yeah. 
Um, so it, it might be possible that that Joker actually does exist in the the quote-unquote DCEU with Ben Affleck's Batman, only so much as that this other Joker is, again, a, a crazy, deranged Robin. Which, for what for the story that they've already made, I guess it's fine. I, I think that kind of nullifies any potential of having uh, Red Hood actually appear in the movies. If it's supposed to be Jason Todd. If, yeah. it, if it is Jason Todd. Um, I don't know why you would almost pick anyone else other than Jason Todd at that point. Maybe maybe you go with like Damian Wayne, but that's kind of odd. That's an odd choice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I like what Garth brings up in the chat. The further rumor is the actual Joker... Maybe the one that's in Arkham Asylum would be the Joaquin Phoenix one, which would make sense. But and that's a nice way to tie it all together too. Yeah, it it, it would. Yeah, that'd be great. I still think they're on the train where that one's not really connected outside of potential multiverse stuff. Yeah, I think uh, they're they're still talking about uh, the potential of filming a sequel to that Joker, and it just I I think it depends on where they take that sequel. If they take him down the path of becoming more. I wouldn't say he was entirely recognizable as a Joker. He did put on like a purple-ish suit. Yeah. But he didn't have the face paint and everything he like the Joker. He still had like actual clown makeup. Yeah. Uh, if they take him down the path to actually making him the real full-on Joker and then like say like at the very end there's something that they do that just ties it into the DCEU, that would be fantastic. And if you're sitting there watching this movie like, this is a good sequel, and then like, oh, it was tied the entire time. If they can like say like they can do the sequel, Ugh. hold on, say they can do the sequel and then just keep it a secret that Batman is involved at the very end, mm-hmm. and the Batman they involve at the very end is Ben Affleck. Uh, I just thought of a flaw though. So the the Joker movie takes place in the early eighties, early eighties or eighties. Uh, supposedly, sure like supposedly 80s? the early eighties. Well, I mean, even in the point I'm about to make, hopefully it is the early eighties. Bruce Wayne was Be- what eight? Yeah. And so, how old do you think he is when, like, Justice League comes around? Because he's supposed to be, again, that Dark Knight Returns type of Batman. He's not supposed to be Batman in his 30s. If you're 8 in the 80s, how old are you come? You're like, uh, well, I mean, okay. Let's put this in perspective real quick. I didn't know math was going to be involved on this uh, this stream tonight. Let's, Let's put this in perspective real quick. I was born in 89, and you were 8. Yep, I just gave away both our ages. Who cares? Um, we've talked about both of them anyway before. Yeah. So how old are you now? Yeah. And you were 8 and 89, so just subtract a couple years or add a couple years. So add another. Basically what you're so saying is Batman add, would be in his 40s. Uh, yeah, Joker is set in 1981 and Bruce Wayne was shown to be a kid. So uh, I was also set in 1981. And Bruce Wayne could potentially – you could argue that Bruce Wayne could be mid to late 40s. Still, so that would depending put, on how they want to fudge 39, the numbers. Uh, yeah, maybe <clears throat> they could fudge some numbers a little bit, and they could pull off him being uh, mid to late forties. In he, which case, Ben Affleck fits perfectly. Possibly, and here's the other thing to keep in mind: is it's it, this is Batman. Batman's been through some stuff. He's gonna look a little ragged, probably for his age. He's go- definitely going to look probably much older, much more tired and worn out than yeah. he actually is. That might possibly work. At the same time, though, how old is Joker going to be? Because <laughs> yeah. he was like, what, like supposedly like in his 30s? He can be mad old, but the thing is, is that Joker never really needed to be a physical threat to Batman. 
he isn't. No. At all. Outside of, like, gadgetry, but... No. Um, uh, yeah, it was pretty much, like, intelligence, and, like, there wasn't too much physical between Joker and Batman. No. Because Batman would cream him. No, that really would put Joker, like, what, 60s, 70s? Something like that, Something like yeah. That. Uh, we can probably argue that the Joker in Joker was, like, could pass for like late 20s early 30s and just really just rough and has seen some things and was had a rough life yeah but anyways uh kind of interesting to see where this goes and then you could probably try to squeeze our pads in there somewhere yeah stick our pads like there's multiple jokers there's multiple batman who knows um they want to keep it all one timeline i don't think i don't i don't know if it's all gonna fit i don't think they are though i think honestly like I think they are telling the truth when they're saying that everything, all of this stuff is separate. I would like to see potentially uh, Robert Pattinson's uh, Batman be in the same universe as Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, though. I'm wondering if, is that something that's possible? I think if there's any, like, universe combining at that point, that is that is the universe combination. I don't I don't necessarily believe that Joaquin Phoenix's Joker or Arpats are going to actually be attached to the established Justice League universe that we have mm-hmm. outside of, again potential multiverse stuff like they're doing with flash yeah um so i mean in the comics dc's doing a three joker dc always does something with joker dc has learned by now that joker is one of its bread and butter characters let's find some way to just mess him up again this year Uh, that's essentially what comes down to in the comics every year they like one year he actually even like peeled off his face yeah he went Leatherface with his character. And then he put his face back on. And then he put his face back on. It's so weird. Like, they passed his face around amongst a whole bunch well, of other people. Like, oh, I'm Joker, te- too. Like, what? Technically, okay. they already established that was Oz and uh, Birds of Prey. Yeah. Uh, so, just weird. I, I, I don't know where they're going with this, but it was kind of... That's one of those, like, weird off-the-wall announcements. I wasn't expecting, the, like, for Jared Leto's Joker yeah. to be in anything anymore so a lot of people have an issue with like there being reshoots for Zack Snyder's Justice League because reshoots effectively means that you're reshooting a scene or that means that you're adding new scenes to it in which case you're technically making a new movie if that were the case which by all intents and purposes Zack Snyder's Justice League is a new movie for the audience's eyes uh, what I think it means though is that you're just doing like some pickup shots just to tie together the bulk of the scenes in which you already had and these these things with Deathstroke and Joker are merely just extra cameo spaces they're not really like defining roles in any form or fashion they're not majorly changing the the story they might be adding a couple extra seconds or a minute or so to Deathstroke from what we saw before yeah and that's what I was saying like I feel like what we might see is just an expansion on Deathstroke's post-credit scene where we show him like fighting someone yeah and then he goes he like maybe he gets snatched away from that fight by whoever is summoning him to go talk to Lex Luthor. Pretty much, yeah. Like, he's, he was in the middle of doing something actual, productive, or destructive, or whatever. And then, like, maybe somebody needs to go visit Joker for some reason or other. Yeah, it's, it's just some small shot. That's the thing, like, doing reshoots on this movie I don't think is that big of a deal. Just because some of these might be things that Zack Snyder originally intended, but of course he, we know he stepped away from justice league. He just never got around to filming 
those shots to begin with. And then Joss Whedon came in and was like, "Ah, nope, I don't want to do that. So this, I feel like saying reshoots for this, I feel like is different than saying reshoots for any other movie. Uh, Which, by the way, speaking of reshoots, James Gunn, going back to uh, Suicide Squad, he said there won't be reshoots for it. He's got interesting. He's got everything he needs. Nice. That's interesting. Typically, you you might usually still have pickups or like some kind of like ADR or something, whatever it is. Uh, You might have stuff like that you need to do. ADR might be a little bit different than reshoots. Yeah, but anyways, um. Let me see what else we got. The injust, yeah, it could be forming the Injustice League on the yacht. The Legion of Doom. Mm. Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. Yeah. Uh, Garth was saying earlier, he's like, uh, there's no love for the uh, Cesar Romero 66 Joker. because he like, had a mustache. Like, I, I will give love to anyone who's like, I'm going to play this character, but I'm not shaving the mustache. Yeah, for well, Joker doesn't have a mustache. Well, forget people who have figure mustaches. Figure it out. <laughs> people with mustaches are lame. You do also know Eat Garth. Me. You know Garth is in our chat, right? Oh, Garth is great. Garth is lovely. He he's he can pull it off. Yeah. Anyways, everybody else though. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to our main topic of tonight. That's right. Uh, this past Friday, Amazon Prime has released the sequel to Borat, subsequent movie film. Wonderful. <laughs> do you do you like that? No. Wow, wow, he's very nice. You really, you really went for it there, didn't you? Absolutely. Why not? Those listening on audio, be grateful. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it up there for a while. He put up a picture of Borat. Yeah, it's a picture of Borat. You could Google search it and figure out which one he put up Yeah, by the sound of my voice. Well, maybe not how the image was edited, but anyways. Uh, so we saw this Borat subsequent movie film. That's the only one you get, by the way. Don't what? put it back up. What? He's going to do it. He's going to do it. You're a butthole. I do have a removable shower head. You're a butthole. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so what did you think of the movie? Uh, for me, it's more of the same of like the first one, which I think there's definitely a lot of good humor in it. But these aren't necessarily my types of movies because they're like hyper political, and I just really I'm not like hyper political with this kind of stuff. The first one, I don't know if it was. The first one really wasn't that hyper political. It was more just, it was more just a prank kind the, of thing. This one was more aimed towards the current election. This one was one hundred percent political. Yeah. yeah. Eh. The other one was more of a socio political. Yeah, just people and yeah stuff. Um, this one, uh, yeah, that it really was. I mean, everybody knows a lot of the scenes that appear in this movie, so they they showed a lot of them in the trailer and and what have you. Uh, well, by the way, we don't want to spoil it, though. So. Yeah, we're not we're not spoiling anything. I will say this: there's definitely parts of this movie that I absolutely 100 percent enjoyed. Uh, there was some there was some really good funny scenes, like some of the stuff that they did throughout the movie. Some of the some of the ins and outs of like the little pranks and whatnot were were pretty funny. Um, but I would say largely the thing that uh, gets me most on the movie is the storyline between Borat and his daughter. Yeah, there's actually a really good endearing storyline there, which you don't expect in this kind of a movie. No, especially if you've seen the first one. There's no way you expect there to be some kind of like father daughter endearing storyline present, but there is, and it's it's very touching. Yeah. Honestly, 
especially how it relates to like the socio-political landscape of women's rights and all of that stuff like it's it, it it's actually a really like well-told story and i think they did a fantastic job with that yeah uh now to give some background though um you're talking about like potentially like the pranks in this movie and your 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 opinion on it was uh, primarily focused on the political aspect of it the reason i mention that is because like say you are a fan of like the jackass movies so you're you're a fan of like these like these these pranks that might catch people off guard and they're not prepared for it they didn't want to be a part of it for the most part just off the wall silliness that may at some points cause you to like cringe a little (laughs) Uh, there was definitely some cringy pranks in this. Oh, for sure. Some of the stuff that they said, the way that they said it, you're like, oh, like it, it, it was well done. Like some the of whole, those, the whole dang scene of the baby on the cupcake. What the baby, yeah, yeah, Oof. yeah. When the when I realized what they were doing after she ate the cupcake, I was like, oh my god. Because you saw <laughs> you saw it in the trailer too. I mean, you saw it coming in. That that whole scene was just. I forgot Oof. about it. Oof. But yeah, when they did that, I was like. <clears throat> Oh wow! This is great. Yeah. This is fantastic that they they edited and shot it this particular way. That's awesome. Um, I know one of the like for me one of the things that I really liked uh, that I feel like was a huge takeaway on this is if you watch this movie and like some of this you saw in the trailer. Uh, for example, uh, you saw the part in the trailer where. Uh, Borat was dressed up as Trump and he's uh, he interrupts or he crashes the CPAC uh, trying to present his daughter to Michael Pennis. And uh, one of the thing with that is that CPAC was done back in February. Mm-hmm. This was filmed before the pandemic. Yeah, it that actually, means they, they had it in 2019. they had the idea of making a Borat two mm-hmm. based solely on the fact that we were coming up to an election year that they wanted to make a movie uh, that was going to be political in nature about the election, but then all of a sudden this pandemic hit and the entire movie shifted gears. Yeah, like there's a little bit of this movie at the beginning that happens before the pandemic and then the pandemic hits and the whole rest of the movie is based around the pandemic. Yeah. Especially the end, the ending of it is. Yeah. So like, that's amazing. They went into this with one idea and then the real world collided with the making of this movie and they immediately just flipped it and said, Nope, here's what we're going to do now. And they still managed to make the movie in secret. Mm-hmm. No one knew this movie was being made. And then get it out, like get it edited and get it out right before the election. That is amazing. Yeah. The fact that they were able to like just jump at a moment's notice and tie everything together still very cohesively. And keep, again, keeping in mind that a lot of this movie was filmed during a pandemic. Yeah. When people are quarantined, you're not allowed to go out. There's a solid like three months of filming in this movie, three to four months of the filming in this movie that was during the actual like yeah. pandemic. If, so. you, if you're going to count it like, say, the pandemic essentially starting in March, and what well, we're still in March right now, actually. Yeah. Um, but the movie starting, the pandemic starting in March, yeah, there's a whole lot of months that this was actually being filmed in 
um, the scene with uh, with Rudy Giuliani was like back in I believe July. they I, yeah I believe they reported that that was like July yeah. so uh, it's just amazing that they managed to get this done that quick in a pandemic under quarantine essentially for some of it especially because like we only first heard about this movie like last month like, yeah literally a month ago is the first time we heard that this movie existed and we're already we've already seen it now um and the only reason we heard about it last month is because some of the scenes that they shot literally at the beginning or that you saw literally at the beginning of the movie yeah are scenes that they filmed what a few weeks before that or what have you they were like literally filmed last second dropped in the movie last second and the reason they did that is because people see Borat on the street corner and they automatically know there's a Borat movie coming. So, and that's part of what makes this movie good is the fact that originally Sasha Baron Cohen was saying that he's not going to be able to do Borat again because he can't prank anyone. Yeah. Everyone knows who he is. He's a pop culture figure now. Like, if Borat shows up on your street corner, you're going to rush after him going, Borat, Borat! And then... Uh, that's it. The prank's over. You can't fool anyone based off of that. Yeah. And then the movie like kind of got meta with it and took that into account. And that's why, like, again, from the trailer, you saw a lot of them. He's like, well, I can't do this. I've got to be in disguise Yeah. because people recognize him. And that was a part of the story of the movie. And it works. Uh, and then, like you were saying, there's a part where everyone uh, there's a part where they do film Borat walking the street and of course he gets bum rushed by fans who are like hey Borat that happened I mean that's that's essentially what happens at the beginning of this movie that's the catalyst for him needing to put on the disguise mm. but it was what really happens in real life that feeds into it is fantastically <laughs> planned yeah. and it's it's not that hard to think of that I would say I, I think that's like kind of a simplistic idea and it works so well both in real life and in the movie and like it was beautiful beautifully done um I don't know. So I know I see some of y'all in the chat are talking about the Rudy Giuliani scene because I feel like that was like the main focus of this. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like we kind of talked about this ahead of time, how much of like Giuliani we want to talk about. Uh, just because I we understand like what that scene was trying to do, what the point of it was. I don't know if you had like more of a better opinion on. No, I mean, there's – there's a fine line there's a fine line that toes there like there's there's obviously like some stuff that you know politically like people will think and people will believe and then there's you know what do we consider movie magic and editing and how does that come across to the audience so uh for the most part like i really don't want to like, like dive really into that i would say believe what you want to believe about it that's it is what you make it out to be as far as that scene specific scene goes so um Otherwise, I would I would say like the only other thing I really want to touch on, honestly, about this movie is uh, Maria Bakalova. Tutar, Tutar. Uh, this is like probably one of the better photos I could find of her from the movie. But yeah, uh, she's fantastic in this. Yeah, she she. I mean, where does she come from? Where does she go? Where does she come from? <laughs> Cotton Cotton Joe. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Saw where that was going. <laughs> yeah. No, really. <laughs> If I hadn't been forgotten, I joke. No, no, but really, where did she come did from? Did you try to singing that like as Borat? <laughs> <laughs> if I hadn't been forgotten, I joke. Yakuza's mask. 
not quite. <laughs> I've been married a long time. No, no, not quite. <laughs> that doesn't work. Anyway, no. I'll perfect the, the, that by next week. The question is, they're like, she like came out of nowhere. Uh, I don't. Pretty sure she came from her parents, but okay, genius. <laughs> As an actor, I don't know what else she has done, if anything. I mean, I know I could literally look it up right here on IMDb, but I don't think. I think this is like a fresh face starring role for her here. Um, so take into account again, we were talking about the fact that there was a lot of like meta filming in this, uh, real life versus what was filmed for a movie. She's got some TV credits and some short films. Yeah. Nothing, nothing really well known. This is her first like huge mainstream. Uh, and this is taking off like crazy. Yeah. Like even now we know her name. So Mm -hmm. fantastic. Uh, that was not a very nice impression. I agree. Thanks, Malcolm. I agree. I know. Uh, yeah, she did phenomenal in this, but again, keeping in mind that whole meta acting, she's not only acting for this movie, she had to act in real life in front of other people to be able to pull off some of this. Yeah. She had to be convincing to the general public. The scene, uh, the scenes that she do, she, she, the scenes that she do, the scenes that she That's do. That's how the Maria Bakalova do. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Thank you for welcome to the tagline. Um, <laughs> uh, the scene that she did with the babysitter. Oh gosh. Uh, or the discussion, the interaction she had with that, like the babysitter woman. I, I was reading an article about this, about like how these people felt about being pranked, essentially by Borat and uh, Tutar. Uh, and the babysitter woman, she was like, it was it was amazing. I thought that they were just filming like some kind of documentary or something, and it was great being able to impart these words onto her. And that again, she had to sit there and interact with the person and convince the person who she was. Yeah. While typically, when you watch a movie, you're just trying to convince the camera as to who you are. Like if I'm in, if I'm acting with you, you know I'm I'm not me. Uh, I'm, uh, taking out the fact that uh, being method yeah. in this <laughs> method living, anyways. Um, <laughs> but taking out being method, uh, you know I'm just acting for the camera. This is that was different with this is she was acting for the person she was talking to, while a camera happened to be rolling. Yeah, that's what's great. <laughs> I think. Um, all that, all that being said, what actually impresses me the most, and also disgusts me, <laughs> uh, that debutante ball scene. Yes. Oof. Because yeah. here's the thing: you're talking about someone again. Just brought it up. Uh, even uh, Garth went into more detail here. She did seven movies before Borat Two, but no big roles. She's only done like TV shows and short films. Nothing huge. So here's somebody who is essentially like not not used to the big movie world. Uh, for all intents and purposes, has has no experience acting in anything of, and it's going to sound offensive. Pro, but, uh, nothing of significance. Maybe, maybe don't say it. Shut up. <laughs> nothing of significance, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. Now I, I'm not saying that because people's short films are all significant. Like art, art is all significant. Yeah. But uh, for the general public, nothing of significance. We have friends that are in short films. Okay. Yes. So uh, we have friends in small budget films. Um. Yeah. Anyway. What I'm saying is that she went from essentially not being a big time actor at all, not doing anything of, you know, whatever, 
to doing that debutante ball scene, which I'm not going to tell you what happens in that scene because you just need to see it for yourself. Just not while eating. Just not while eating. <laughs> um, yeah, that that is huge because, again, as we talked about it, not only is she acting for the movie, she's acting for all the people who are in that room, in that scene with them. Yeah. And what she's doing in that scene and has to convey and portray in that scene is not, <laughs> not something that I would want to do outside of an actual movie set where everybody knows what's going on. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. So good point. <clears throat> she is in a room full of people who have no idea what's going on and hoof. And what she has to pull off and do is just absolutely. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's what impresses me most about her in terms of acting in this movie goes. Uh, and I, I'll, I'll bounce it back to Sasha Baron himself in this is that I saw he did a, a, a thing with, uh, I, I can't, I think it was like Stephen Colbert where he was talking about uh, there. There's a scene where he's living with, he's quarantined with like two QAnon guys. Yeah. Um, and, they were asking him like, so for this, you actually had to stay in character the entire time. Like, how long were you living with them in this character? And he was talking about how uh, he lit. He actually lived with them. He had a room in this cabin, and from the time he woke up and left his room to when he like went back to sleep, he was Borat. That's and, so hard. And that he uh, he had, like, his laptop and stuff in his room that he was working on, like, pieces of script and story and stuff as it went. And, like, the guys would check in on him in the middle of the night type of thing after he had already gone to bed. And he's like, I'm in the middle of, like, actually working. This is my one time to not be Borat. And y'all are coming. <laughs> Hold on. I'll be at the door in a minute. <laughs> like, yeah. type of thing. And, uh, like, again... When you do something like this, I think that's what makes this pr- project like this so good. Yeah. Is you the commitment to that. This uh, I mentioned uh, method a, a little while ago. This goes beyond just being method. This actually is m- people who are method just try to act like their character uh, on set and like even when the camera is not rolling. This person actually has to act like that when cameras aren't he just rolling. Literally has to forget that. <clears throat> who he is as a human being and actually become a completely different human being. Which here's the thing. Like those of us, we all have like our own, like little stuff that we do. There's stuff that I do that I don't even realize I'm doing. I'll say the, I I might say the same word over and over and over again for a while. For example, every, almost everything I was describing as cool. I was calling it awesome. Like I would always say everything is awesome. Please don't sing. Don't sing. Don't sing. I knew that was coming. Anyways, uh, but stuff like that would happen. I don't you don't have to whistle either. <laughs> but there's little little stuff that we do that we don't pick up on doing. Everything is awesome. Stop. When you're playing a character oh, like yeah. this, you have to be completely in control of what you're doing and who's around you at all times. Yeah. Little things like scratching your ear, or rubbing your nose real quick. You have to change the way you do it. You, you, you don't do it as you. You have to do it as this character. Playing with your feet. I don't know. Why are you playing with your feet on camera? I'm scratching my leg, you dumb frick. 
Anyways, my you, leg itched. You can't, what do you want from you me? You can't do that as Chris Adams. You have to do it as someone who. No, I'm doing it as Chris Adams right now because Chris Adams' leg itched. You. Anyways, so yeah, there's there, there's that point right there, and that uh, I think it was very well put together. Yeah. Overall, I do think that this movie was probably a little more. Uh, it was a little more theatrical than the original. It, it was much more cinematic for sure. Yeah, there was more of a. There's a cinematic story to it and cinematic shots that don't feel like a prank movie. It feels like an actual movie movie at times. It, this was more of a fictitious story. It had a, a major fictitious story thread that ran throughout the whole movie. Uh, especially once the coronavirus stuff started taking over. Yeah. Uh, while like in the original, the whole point was that Borat just wanted to marry Pamela Anderson. Yeah. And everything else was just thrown in on the way to California to meet Pamela Anderson. Mm. Pamela Anderson, or however. Yeah. Um, this one, actually, like, there was specific reasons why they were stopping and doing these interviews and these little side things. They actually had a point in the overall story of the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 I like this movie. I thought it was very well done. Um, I'm trying to see where's my... It's under the Joker poster. Uh, ultimately, here's the thing about this. Um, I probably will not watch it again. Because I think this is one of those movies, at least for me specifically, like I know people, other people might be different. They might feel inclined to watch any Borat stuff multiple times because they just like the character of Borat and what, what Sasha Baron Cohen does with it. Mm-hmm. For me, it's a uh, watch it. All right, I've seen it. Don't. It's not a movie I really feel drawn to ever have to watch again. And I, there's there's a few of those movies out there. There's definitely some of those movies that... Have you watched the first Borat multiple times? No, I've only seen the first Borat once, too. Okay. So, uh, the first Borat, though, is, is one... I'd be more inclined to watch the first Borat again, whereas I'm not really inclined to watch this one again. Uh, despite despite the fact that, like I said earlier, it does have a good it does have a good like redeeming storyline to it mm-hmm. in terms of like the father daughter relationship that appears in the movie. But other than that, yeah, I mean it's it's all right. I you know I'd probably give it like a six and a half out of ten. Whatever. I mean we can't. Thought do- we were doing it out of five, but whatever. No, we're doing it out of ten. Oh, okay. We always do it out of ten. We haven't reviewed a movie for so long. I it's, forgot how we review a movie. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, typically we would have like some kind of like funny. We decided to have some kind of like funny, uh, whatever, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I give it a one. Robert Adams with his social media underneath his name. <laughs> exactly. Just pretend that that one Robert Adams uh, represents <laughs> multiple, <laughs> multiple. Yeah. No. Yeah. I give it a solid like six and a half out of ten, probably. Um, it's got a good, got a good storyline, some good comedic elements, but for the most part, it's it's not necessarily my my movie. Yeah. Uh, for, so for me, if we're doing out of 10, I guess that means that I will rate this one a solid seven. Uh, I thought it was very well done. There's a couple of, there's a couple of parts on there that I, I could have my own opinions of, of how stuff went and like, eh. yeah, I, I, I feel like some of it just kind of like lost what, what it was trying to do. And it became more about being a public circus than it did becoming a part of the story. Uh, but that aside, I, I, I thought the storyline of the entire movie as a whole was very well done, especially again, going back to the fact that they already had planned to do a Borat too. And then they had to change this movie on the fly when yeah. the pandemic hit. That's amazing. Uh, essentially, as far as I know, also, this is like the first, I guess, pandemic movie 
um, I, I don't know if anyone else knows anything. Uh, feel free to correct me in the chat if y'all happen to know. But uh, I believe this might be the first movie that has the pandemic involved. That has come out, I believe so. I think there was like there's definitely some other movies that are in the works right now. I mean. Uh, first major like studio release essentially yeah there's definitely been like other like short films that i'm sure people have like put together and and what have you and there's definitely other movies on on the way that touch on and talk about it but for the most part i think this is the first like major studio release that has anything to do with the pandemic at all <laughs> nomadic brian first borat movie very funny but need much clorox to wash eyes when naked fat man wrestles yeah it's true. um we didn't get that in this movie and <laughs> oh darn i'm so missing that <laughs> well <laughs> You you didn't effectively get it in this movie. There's definitely uh, uh, allusions to it. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I I give it seven out of ten. I thought it was pretty good. Um. Uh, so I guess we could effectively say, given that ranking, that this movie was. Wow! Wow! Is very nice. So therefore, answering the question that's on our thumbnail for this episode tonight. Is it very nice? It's very nice. Uh, I'm not going to turn upside down because that would hurt me. Yeah, blood rushing to your head and all the vertigo and everything. Yeah, so <laughs> let's not do that. Well, well, we were so very dizzy. <laughs> Anyways, so that's going to do it for the review of uh, our review of Borat's subsequent movie film. I love saying that title, not in his accent. Uh, we've watched Borat's subsequent movie film. Because it sounds utterly ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I was telling my coworkers. By the way, I saw uh, Borat's subsequent movie film. Wait, what? Why didn't you just call it Borat 2? Because its actual title is Borat's subsequent movie. Well, actually, its title is like three it's, or four different titles, so yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, Something about a pornographic monkey. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was the ti- one of the titles at one point. And yeah. now that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, having seen the movie, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, I feel like that's... Uh, uh, Malcolm's saying, I'm surprised that we didn't get a cameo from Ki- uh, Ken Davidian in this movie. Who was uh, Azamat? Uh, technically, we did get a cameo. Not sort of. Not really. <laughs> um, I, didn't rec- I didn't recognize him, though. So <laughs> I didn't either. Thank God. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, I highly recommend watching that, but yeah. Garth, are you going to type all, like, four or five titles in the chat? You don't have to. Please don't. <laughs> you don't have to. Um, yeah, I think that's going to do it as far as movie news for tonight. Uh, so, we're going to start closing this uh, this episode off for tonight. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. A lot of good movie talk here. It's um, been great, but you guys did not earn feet cookies. Shame on you. Yeah, I know. Like... Here's the thing. All that's going to do is just be doubled like next week. So when we do this show again next week, it's just going to be a lot more to earn, to earn that, that feet cookie underwear head thing. $100 for underwear head and feet cookies, guys. <laughs> I, I hope. I have a feeling we're going the wrong direction I, with the dollar amount there. I really I really hope that we forget, forget completely about it. <laughs> Probably won't. Some, uh, someone in the chat will remind us about it. Probably Garth. Um, yeah. In the meantime, like Malcolm just joined us and he has yes, no, no idea, idea what we're talking about. <laughs> That's why you got to watch from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so as we're closing up, uh, a couple of things I want to touch upon on this. Uh, first of all, I do want to get out of the way. Uh, again, mentioning patreon.com slash Join us at this site. 
you will be able to uh, go back and watch the the Evil Dead watch along that I did with uh, Andres Galgo. That I was not a part of. Uh, here's a funny thing, and I forgot to mention this at the beginning. Uh, uh, no, we're not Garth, but we will mention that here in a minute. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I was talking to my coworkers at work about this, and uh, I was talking about watching The Evil Dead. And one of my coworkers uh, was like, "Okay, well, I want to watch that movie because she's she's kind of into horror movies." So she started watching it, and uh, she says she got to the part. For those of y'all familiar with The Evil Dead, she got to the part where Cheryl turns into a deadite, which is like essentially the first deadite this movie when they're doing the cards. Uh, and she's got her back to us. She's looking out the window, and she's like, queen of spades, ace of hearts, blah, 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 blah. And she turns around totally. and floats in the air, and she's like, why have you waken us from our slumber? And she's like, nope. <laughs> I was like, that would have been my brother's reaction. <laughs> is, that the fir- is that the first scene that I would have noped on? But probably. And then probably. <laughs> You're like, nope, I'm done with this. Why? So I looked it up on IMDb. Why was this movie rated NC-17? You need to watch that movie, and you will understand why. <laughs> it was back in the 80s, though. Is that technically an R for today? Uh, I, I mean, I would call this movie an R today. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't I fly mean, under NC-17 for I mean, today's standards, right? For, for, comparison, for comparison, direct comparison, let's look at the 2013 Evil Dead movie, the remake, reboot, sequel. I've totally thing. seen that one, too. Yeah. Uh, I I think a lot of the stuff they did in that movie, I don't I don't think they did anything more more in that movie than they did in the original. Uh, the original again, going back to like we were saying, there's a whole lot of like claymation and oatmeal, yeah. <laughs> as far as the gore goes, uh, but I mean it was kind of relentless there for a minute. Like the last like 15 minutes of uh, the Evil Dead is like completely relentless as far as the gore goes. Um. And I I feel like like the shots that they made the stuff that they did with it I can understand why like back then maybe that would earn the NC seventeen. Yeah. Uh, also keep in mind back in nineteen eighty one they did not have PG thirteen so there was like rated R if something was like pretty pretty actionable violent but then if it just got straight up like just nasty gore like this I could see why they probably threw the NC seventeen at it makes sense so. Yeah. Anyways, hop on our Patreon. Uh, if you're at the $5 tier or higher, you'll be able to see that and uh, future watch-alongs uh, that we're going to be doing. Uh, speaking of watch-alongs, this coming Saturday, which so happens to be Halloween, so quite convenient, we're going to do on this channel a live watch-along of Halloween. 1978 classic. My brother is going to be watching that. He is. This is the first time him watching a good classic horror movie for the most part. Uh, so come join us. It, it, you don't have to be a part of the Patreon. That will be here on this channel. That's going to be this Saturday, uh, roughly like 9 p.m. Central Time, I believe is what we're shooting for. So we'll probably shoot at like 9 p.m. Central Time and uh, probably start the movie about 9.15, 9.20. Uh, if you're looking for a place to stream it, it is on Shudder. If you don't have access to Shudder, uh, I believe you could sign up for a free seven-day trial. Uh, in which, uh, like, was today Tuesday? By now, if you sign up for it, you will have that free seven-day access still yeah. come Saturday. Or potentially, if it still works, you should probably just check on that before you keep mentioning it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Sign up for the seven-day free trial, guys. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll mention it just in case people want to. But uh, from the Film Theory YouTube channel, Matt Pat, uh, he had a sponsorship by 
shutter and they gave them the code uh film theory so if you use the code film theory it should give you a 30 day and that's film theory all one word uh it will give you a free 30 day trial to it so if you want to use that as well if it still works somebody right who knows uh youtube culture better please let us know if that's uh, if that's kosher that's, yeah. <laughs> that's kosher to be telling people about other people's <laughs> you know i mean if nothing else it helps it, him it helps it helps matt pat and matt pat's videos i've been watching back the film theory uh, YouTube channel and he's got some good stuff. He puts yeah. some work into there, so yeah, he definitely deserves like uh, all of that. We we don't think that it really is a negative thing to be mentioning it, but you know that's that's just a theory. <laughs> a <laughs> YouTube theory. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna take his shtick, aren't we? <laughs> Let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so yeah, that's what's happening this weekend. Uh, we also have coming up this Friday is the for those of y'all familiar with the movie trivia schmodown uh they are doing a horror free-for-all we don't have a thursday match do we we don't have a thursday match this is going to be friday uh and i am eager for this because i absolutely love horror movies and i love horror movie trivia every time they do the horror exhibition match i always am sitting there like playing along and I'm usually, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this like publicly. I'm usually doing just about as good as Bibiani. William Bibiani. as good as some, one of the top dogs of horror trivia. Yeah. Uh, William Bibiani is probably the first and foremost. And if he's in this horror free-for-all, my money's on him. He's totally in it. Uh, I, I would assume so. 100% in it. Uh, my money's on him winning this entire <laughs> both, free-for-all. Both horrors and free-for-alls are his thing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Schmodown free-for-alls. Yes. God, dude. Anyways, uh, so <laughs> we're going to be doing a reaction to that. I don't know exactly, uh, as of right now, what time it's going to be. I'm assuming we're going to be doing it just like our regular Schmodown replay uh, Friday night. It we'll just see. depends. It just depends on when this actual episode goes up live on YouTube. When it goes live and how long it is. It's, we might... I, I know how long it is. Okay. Uh, that yeah, that's not a question. Uh, one of the things I wanted to do was, uh, we are. I'm in the process of gathering uh, a couple of people that could replay along with us. Uh, that's right. Schmodown replay. It is a. It is a thing. Anyways, uh, I'm in the process of gathering a couple of people that could replay with us, and I'm gonna turn it into a game. I want to see out of each individual free for all round. How, who wins out of those of us reacting who wins the most rounds it's not going to be you no guys just so you know when you tune in i will be losing that game yeah uh I, i'm kind of curious as to how many of them you could get though because there's there's a thing here where you're you're going to potentially learn uh horror movies so, through osmosis so here's the thing usually the way free for alls work is each round is about five questions uh I want to say there's 18 competitors in this, I believe. So 18 times five is effectively, give or take, how many rounds or how many questions will be in this thing. Uh, again, we're doing math, but just so you know, the easy answer here is I will have five questions answered correctly by the end of the entire thing. <laughs> well, at least you got a goal. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the plan for Friday. Again, depending on what time the free-for-all goes up uh, will depend on when we're doing the reaction to it. Yeah. Uh, so make sure come back subscribe 
uh it's that's gonna be a blast um there'll be more information we'll drop on social media so follow cinefanatic at cinefanatics mlp on twitter and you'll you'll know what's going on there. oh malcolm is saying in the chat thank you malcolm according to skybound uh expo schedule for that event the schmodown will drop at 2 p.m pacific so that's for for our time so, uh, 4 p.m our time which means uh if i am working that day because <laughs> who knows when i get a schedule uh <laughs> literally he, he'll probably be working that day i'll probably be working that day we'll but that i mean night. that yeah that means that we'll probably be shooting at like nine o'clock our usual central time, time probably do it at our usual time then yeah yeah there you go um Nailed so it. yeah should be pretty good it's gonna be a good episode i believe uh it's gonna be a lot of fun because every time i watch we do a schmodown replay i'm always wanting them to spin horror movies just so i can answer horror movie questions well, lucky you they're gonna spin horror movie every question fantastic i'm down for this yeah it's gonna be a spooky good time come join us that was so cheesy uh anyways um the other thing we want to mention uh that we like i kind of tried to mention it last week and it wasn't official yet now it's yeah. official and we can talk about it yeah i couldn't mention it last week <laughs> <laughs> and i did anyways but whatever whoops uh whoopsies uh so we can Good mention way. it this week uh and i'm not sure how much of it we can actually mention about um there's a date there isn't a time so well okay yes. there's a date there isn't a time okay and we have in uh, the name yes so and some of the people involved Yes. So the bulk of the information we, we can get. Is what I'm gleaming from Twitter <laughs> that was released earlier today. Yeah. Uh, coming up, uh, 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 let me backtrack a bit. For those of y'all familiar with the movie trivia Schmodown, uh, there is a there's a certain competitor in the Schmodown, uh, Kevin Smets. Uh, fantastic player, fantastic person yep. overall. Great guy. Uh, he... Uh, uh, was it like a week ago or so he announced on the schmodown entertainment networks sen live uh that he has been diagnosed with i believe it was like stage three uh, a form of colon cancer yeah um and that he's in the process right now of fighting this uh this is a this is a major blow to a lot of people like that are f friends fans of kevin smets and so therefore the yeah, it came as a shock for a lot of us so therefore, the Schmodown community is an awesome, awesome community oh, to yeah. be a part of. Oh yeah, uh, a lot of the the reactors after show. When something like this happens, it's time to rally, essentially rally the troops, and it's time to do something about it. Yep. Uh, therefore, we're going to do something about it. Uh, November fourteenth is the date uh, as of right now. Uh, we are going to be doing, I believe it's been announced that it's a 24 hour, uh, it's being referred to as a smash-a-thon. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the very high honor of being a part of this. Yeah. Uh, we will be partnering up with a lot of the other Schmodown after shows, including uh, Call to Action, uh, Let's Get Ready to Talk Schmodown, Certain Point of View, point of view uh, Mount Schmodown Gucci is verse. a part of that. And... Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of these after shows are going to be a part of this. Honestly, there's more than we can even mention right now. There's yeah. a lot of people who are going to be. Uh, part of so it's going to be a huge, huge event. Uh, it's still in planning stages right now. We're ironing out details and starting to get stuff. Uh, it's like yeah. really cemented in. Yeah, it's going to be one one long stream. Uh, the channel has not yet been picked out as to where it's going to be yet. So 
you're, you're going to want to stay tuned for details as to which channel it's going to end up on um, on YouTube. But it's yeah, it's going to be 24 hour stream. It might actually there's a chance it might even could go beyond 24 hours, honestly, with the amount of people who are signing up to be a part of it, essentially. Yeah, this is huge, huge thing that's yeah. being created. Uh, it's going to be absolutely amazing. There's gonna, yeah, there's gonna be so so many people who are uh, gonna be doing a lot of like fun and games, a lot of like really cool stuff during the stream. Also, there's gonna be list a lot of like information given about that specific form of cancer and and getting tested for it and everything as soon as possible. It's it is it is a big deal, and I know uh, Kevin Smets really is big on wanting as many people to know as possible. Hey, you've got to get tested as yeah. early as possible on this stuff. So it's helping to raise awareness for uh, for this particular cancer. Uh, so again, follow follow us, follow all the after shows. Uh, just looking on Twitter and following these after shows and stuff, you'll stay up to date on what's going on with this. Um, and if you come back with it, it'll be it, it's it's going to be a fantastic show. It's going to be great. Help us build awareness and help us uh, hashtag smash cancer because that's what we need to do with this. Yeah. So it's, I can't wait for this. This is going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be something to keep up, keep up with the news on and then uh, tune into. And we'll, uh, we'll obviously, any chance we get throughout our various streams coming up, we'll, we'll dive into more details as we, mm -hmm. as we uh, have them to share. So, yep. Anyways, uh, so that's going to do it for tonight, y'all. Uh, make sure you follow us at Twitter and Instagram. We are at MLP. There's also our individual ones like Robert Adams MLP, and I guess he's got one under his name as well. Uh, <laughs> you guess? Uh, I mean, I can see it on the stupid screen right here, but I mean, yeah. Uh, anyways, follow us there. Uh, again, we'll keep you up to date with what we're doing, with what's going on with the Smashathon. Uh, just come follow it. A lot of fun stuff we've got planned. Yep. Um, and anything else I feel like I need to plug? I feel like I got it all listed here. Like, I actually planned this out ahead of time. I think we got it. Yeah. So. Guys, guys, we did it again. Number 33 in the books. 33 down? Well, there's a lot more to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. That's going to do it for tonight, y'all. Thank y'all for joining us in the chat. Thank y'all for hanging out. It's been a pleasure being able to talk movies with all of y'all. Uh, yeah, we'll see you again next Tuesday for the tagline. And all of y'all have a great evening. Good night. Later. Very nice. <laughs>